This is the Scum and Sneak Fantasy Football Show about the LV Dynasty Fantasy Football League that we are all in. Week seven matchup day, Sneak. Week seven? Uh, that just sounds like too. That just sounds like we're getting too far gone here, and I don't like it. The season is quickly slipping away from us as it tends to do. Feels like we oh. just started. But we're we're in the heart of it now. Hopefully you all are doing what you want to do in your leagues. If you're looking towards the future, good on you. And if you are trying to compete, hopefully you are, you know, in contention. I know I've got a couple of leagues that are feeling like lost causes now. So I don't know. Gonna have to try and do something. But most trade deadlines are still what a month away, three, three, four weeks. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. get out there, hit the pavement, get working. Yeah, we just saw we just saw a trade go through, did we not? We did. Let's go over it. All Scummy gets involved in a trade and sends Taylor Heineke to Gee Buttersnaps, Old Wade for a fourth rounder. So uh, officially Heineke and a sixth for a fourth rounder from Wade. So Wade was in need of a quarterback this week. He had both Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts on a bye. So he's just looking for a little rental, maybe some more, you know, backup depth down the road if something happens to his top two quarterbacks and Wentz doesn't get back healthy. So, you know, we were talking about it before the episode, Sneak. When you are a contender, when you're away and you don't want to slip up in the rankings, you want to gun for that buy, you can't afford to have a week where, you know, you just take a loss and, and he probably, he didn't have a tough matchup necessarily, but you don't want to have a guaranteed zero. So you got to maybe spend a little bit just to ensure that you are maximizing your point totals, maximizing your chance to stay winning. And again, he wants that buy. He wants to contend and win this year. So got to do it like the move from him, like what he's been doing. Obviously he's doing it well. And maybe some other managers in this league could learn from that. Yeah. You got to learn. You can't, uh, you can't just rest and just take it and just assume that everything's going to be good because that's not how it works. Hopefully we see some other trades soon. We'd like to get some more um, movement in that area. I feel like we used to have a lot more, but I don't know. Maybe people are just where they want to be and they're staying pat, but you know, let's get some, let's get some action going guys. Action, uh, action, all around before we get into the matchups today sneak we gotta do a nonsense minute halloween is quickly approaching so let's stay in that theme for for this question we talked about stephen king uh inadvertently yesterday so uh, i guess first intro question to you have you ever read a stephen king book oof uh have I ever read? No, I, okay. I haven't. <laughs> so let's let's go with then. What's we'll say the question is what's your favorite Stephen King story? So it could be one that you just generally know, but more likely one that you've seen in a movie. It, The Shining, some non-horror ones. I guess we are going there. We could do um, Stand by Me or The Green Mile. You got a answer here? Maybe is it Cujo? For you, I don't 
Uh, I think I've seen some of uh, The Shining. Uh, that's about it. <laughs> Shining is good. You should watch the rest of The Shining that you haven't seen yet. Uh, you didn't watch it, either the most recent ones or the old TV one? No, I told myself that I was going to try because it, it, you know, the new one with uh, that freaking one guy in it. Yeah. <laughs> What's his name? Old, old Bug Eyes. Yeah, Old Bug Eye. I told myself Scarsgard. I was going to give her a shot, but I never did. Those are fun. You should watch those. Um, so we'll give The Shining to you. I do like The Shining a lot, even though Stephen King himself doesn't like the movie adaptation of the story. Um, I'm going to go a little uh, off the, the beaten path, so to speak. One of my favorite Stephen King stories is The Long Walk. It's about this annual competition in this weird town, of course, with kids involved. But um, all the boys have to go and basically they have to walk until there's one guy left. So you have to outlast everyone. And then uh, it takes a... You're just walking? It's just like a walk? And yeah. Then if you if you stop walking, they pull you out of the competition. And, uh, <laughs> you know, there's some question about, like, what do they actually do to you when you stop? You know, is it a little more sinister? And then the main character, the kid who wins, there's definitely some some creepy things that happen towards the end. So I suggested it's a fun read. It's not one that you hear about a lot, but it's a good one. If uh, it's not really something I might be interested in. Yeah, it's not like super horror, but it's uh, got hints of it. And I think you would like it, actually. Okay. Put it put it on your list after the ninth house. <laughs> oh my gosh. I maybe don't think I'll, I'll ever finish it. Maybe I'll see that book again in my life one day. Return to me. I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe. <laughs> maybe when we're like 50 years old. You finally finish it. Like, I've been reading it one page a day for the past 50 years and I don't know what happened. Oh, well. To our listeners out there, if you know anything about Stephen King, I'm not sure if any of you do, but if you do, let us know. Yeah, if there's one person out there that knows anything about Stephen King, there probably isn't. Nobody reads Stephen King. Uh, then you know, but if there, if you are out there, let us let us give us a little something, something, something. All right, Shnick, on to the matchups for the week. Let's start off with. The number 12 team, winless, scum and get your love versus Sawyer Payton, Smith Ben Oates team, who is on a two game win streak. Mm. I am projected to lose right now, but I, have, I don't have a kicker in defense yet. I will get one. Don't worry, everyone. So a boost in points will come there. Ben's lineup is looking a little shaky after Alvin Kamara and Jonathan Taylor. He doesn't like to see that he has Cooper Cup on a bye. He doesn't like to see that he has Devin Singletary on a bye. Those have been two of his best players this year. And I think with that lineup uncertainty, you know, having having to rely on DJ Moore, which is not a good bet, having to rely on Nicole Hardman, uh, also not a good bet. I don't know, Shane, do you feel a chill in the air? There is something coming around the bend on this matchup. I can almost see it cresting over that hill. And you know what it is, Scum? What is it? It is your first win no. of the year. That's right. You get the upset 
of the week. Scum and sneak upset of the week. Scum and sneak upset of the week. Upset of the week. Yeah, yeah. You beat Ben. You beat 08. And you finally get that win that has been eluding you for the first six weeks of this year. I am very, very excited to see you get into that win column once again, a place that you know very fondly, and you beat Benjamin because 08's team is just underperforming left and right, and it is ripe for an upset, and you give it to them. Ugh, Ben. I mean, it's a... Yes, looking at it, I mean... Jamie G is in a in a matchup against the Chiefs, so you expect the Niners to at least have to try in some capacity to keep up with that offense. So um, probably a, a better than normal game for him. On the other side, Tom Brady has a good matchup against the Carolina Panthers, but I expect that game to be won by the Bucks uh, pretty early. So I think they turn to your uh, Leonard Fournette, your Rashad White's pretty pretty soon and they're just running clock uh, so not like a blow-up game from tom obviously ben has a advantage in the running back so if he can get great games from taylor and kamara no upset chance but jonathan taylor still coming back from an injury don't know if he's getting full workload don't even know if you know the the trending of him practicing and everything it does mean he's going to play we were kind of surprised i think at least last mm-hmm. week that he didn't play so uh, you know, there's there's chances for him to fall off there. And then the receivers, we don't often say this, but I think I have an edge, especially if T. Higgins does play. Again, that's the health concern on my end. But um, Rondell, Rondell Moore, even though you called him a dope, probably should outperform Miko Hardman, at least match Zay Jones, I'm guessing. Then I have to play MVS this week, but, you know, He's coming off of a dud and might get a little extra attention from Mahomes. Maybe catches a long bomb that's always in the cards. So <laughs> if that happens, look out 08. And then pulling out the specialty just for this matchup. Haven't done it in a while. We're going jumbo, sneak two tight ends. Oh, I love that. I am seeing that now. Evan Ingram, Gerald Everett. That is so fun to do. I'm excited for that. So, Ben. You know, hopefully we're wrong. We haven't called many upsets correct this season, but I don't know. You're looking dicey, my friend. It all it happens to all of us. Oh eight, we're always the, we're all going to be victim of uh, the world's most classic blunder, the upset of the week, and it's time for Scum to join the winning side. Let's go ahead and talk about then the other team looking for their first win. Big T's team, Nashville, USA, versus the undefeated Yee Buttersnaps. So we talked about this yesterday. Maybe Tyler has some some juice to pull a, pull a major upset. But now that Wade has a quarterback, I don't think that can happen, unfortunately, for T. Or maybe fortunately. <laughs> 
Yeah, currently, as of right now, looking at the lineups, a lot of holes on both sides. Yeah. Uh, we know that Wade's going to be putting a quarterback in there, and T will eventually get this lineup into his most uh, his most best options he has. Uh, like I said, I would love to see, and I'm expecting to see Aaron Rodgers go off and have his best week uh, of the year so far. But, again, Wade, too much firepower too many good ways and avenues to get points. Uh, T's team has to fire on all cylinders. He has to get major uh, scores from pretty much everybody, especially this she Smith guy that I still have no idea who he is, but it doesn't matter because Wade is just, he's a top three team for a reason. He should not lose. We are not expecting him to, we are expecting T to put up a bit of a fight after last week, uh, putting up a decent score. I guess you could only make the the case for maybe Chubb has another downer and, and Clyde has another downer. But it's just so hard for me to find a way that T wins here. So eight wins uh, now that he's got himself his quarterback. <laughs> the big boon for Tyler is going to come in the form of Damian Pierce who was on a bye last week. So I get to plug him back in the lineup against the the Raiders, which is, should be a fine matchup. And Levy Smith came out this week and said he wanted to give Damian Pierce 20 carries. Woo. So if he's going to get, if he's going to get that with how he'd been running before the bye, I mean, maybe a, a huge difference making game from Damian Pierce. Like you mentioned, we gotta, we gotta get some lineup changes from Tyler. Don't know what else he'll have. Um, one of his better players, Tyler Higby, is on a bye. So does he go to the rookie, Greg Dulcich, after uh, you know a nice debut, catching a touchdown? Does he try to catch the the Colts' tight end rotation and maybe he gets the big Mo Cox game? I don't know. We'll <laughs> see. But, yeah, I think Wade just has too much. It is, I guess it's fortunate for Wade and unfortunate for the other contenders like your Eric, Brandon, Hesse, Jason, right? That they don't get to play Wade the week that he doesn't have Josh Allen. You know, that's when he's going to be the most vulnerable besides when the uh, when the Dolphins go on a bye. He doesn't have Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. But if there was a week to beat Wade, it's when he doesn't have Josh Allen. But, you know, he gets a good matchup and can probably withstand it. Yeah, luck is on his side going up against one of the bottom buddies without Josh Allen. Unfortunately, that's just the way it goes, and we don't expect Wade to get his first loss. But if he does, it would be a monumental feat. And T, if you're listening, uh, let's throw all of the magic on your side. So, yeah, the bottom buddies are splitting this week, it would seem. One gets a win, one gets a loss based on our projections. But we still will remain the bottom buddies. We'll just be switching positions. That's all. Yeah, sometimes you just got to slip. One's on top, one's on the bottom. Yeah, back and forth we go, you know, to keep it interesting. All right, let's do, speaking of bottom buddies, let's do bottom four on shirts, number one inner hurts versus good ball movement. Ben, uh, not Ben, Brandon versus Jim. Might as well do that. And we've got a, a pretty big spread in Brandon's favor. Got all of his guys, no one really missing on by. Um, 
hasn't even put DeAndre Swift back in his lineup, who is likely to play, but he might not need him. Brandon can roll out McCaffrey, Brees Hall, Josh Jacobs, who've all been very good this year, especially lately. Can Jim put up a fight in the form of ETN, who looked good last week? Maybe Aaron Jones due for a blow up and Tony Pollard in a good matchup. Can he, can he at least match some running back production and give himself a shot? Yeah. To answer your question, he can, but the last couple of weeks have shown me that I've put too much faith in the Jimbo's team recently. Now, if it wasn't for the last couple of weeks, I would easily say that this could have been a uh, upset and a win for Jimbo, but I just, I have to move off of that train just like I've moved off of the Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews train. You know, if it sneaky, sneaky guy is, it, doesn't just stick around. He's got to adapt and move and change his ways. But right now I'm picking old brand to get the win, just kind of cycling through here. Jimbo's got a chance to keep it close. Uh, Currently, you know, I don't expect Brandon to continue to play Corey Davis this week against Denver. He kind of has to. Oh, he does. AJ Brown's on a bye. So that was one I missed earlier. Uh, Michael Thomas is out. Uh, and uh, I mean, he's not going to play his, his security blanket, Brian Edwards. All right, then. Well, well, I mean, I guess still regardless of that, we've got, hey, at least we've got a little uh, reverse, reverse, weird, reverse stack. Uh, Garrett. Wilson and Corey Davis matched up against each other. And we're finally getting the big Jets matchup. Brandon, put in Elijah Moore. I know he's coming off of a zero target week, but squeaky wheel gets the grease. Take Judy out. Judy's going to get locked up by yeah, whoever the Jets' other corner is besides Sauce. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's get, uh, if you guys are oh, listening, no. let's that get is, as uh, many Jets sorry. into this matchup as possible. Jimbo, go back to Conklin. Uh, and let's see, Zach Wilson. Let's get Zach Wilson in there. Brendan, you've got Brees already. You got Corey Davis. Get Elijah Moore in there. You've got the Jets defense already, Brendan. So let's get as many Jets. Let's go big Jets big round Jets. two here on the matchup, and let's see who comes out the winner. I like that. That's a, that's fun for this matchup. But I also forgot we we're talking about the corner that's going to lock up Judy. It's Bryce Hall. Bryce- my favorite jet beside Brees Hall. Bring your Bryce Hall and Brees Hall. Let's get a quick IDP in here and someone pick up Bryce Hall. Actually, so Brendan, pick him up. So you have both Bryce and Brees Halls on your lineup. Hopefully we get a big Jets matchup there. Maybe in that case, like I don't know if I don't know if that helps Jimbo to to put Zach Wilson in, in that event. But again, if he can if he can hang with with the running backs, which I think there's potential to do, even though the projections didn't show that. He could get a nice game out of, out of Lazard. We talked about with your hope call of Aaron Rodgers yesterday, the commander's defense is bad, so Lazard could definitely have that, you know, 100-yard, two-touchdown type game and really help Jim. But, you know, if if the Mahomes-Kelsey stack plays to their standard, if he gets anything close to what Pittman did last week with like the 11 catches, hundred yards type game, I think Brandon should, should have enough to, to beat him. But again, it could be, could be definitely closer than what the projections are showing. 
I expect it to be. I'm having still a little glimmer of hope in Jimbo's side there, but this might be the nail in the coffin. You've moved down. You've moved on mostly, but you still have, you still got like a toothbrush back. We'll get on to the next matchups here in a second, but first let's hear a word from a new sponsor. If you're like me, the only hard thing in your life right now is lineup decisions. The only occasion you can rise up for is your weekly matchup. Even more reception and not enough erection. If that's you, you need J. Romans. Our holistic practitioners have developed treatments that are not FDA approved, so you know they'll actually do the trick and get you to be like a Raven's extra point. Tucker straight through the uprights. Sign up for Juge Plus this week and you'll get 50% off your J. Romans subscription. J. Romans, the leader in men's performance supplements. Warning, side effects may include betting Anthony Davis props over Stephen Curry the GOAT. And we're back. Sneak three matchups to go. And let's talk about uh, a big one between our number one and four ranked teams. The undefeated champ, Joe Marturo, Versus our number four ranked team, Lesuck My Andrews. What a name, Pessy. Another another unfortunate bye week scheduling thing for Jesse because he's got two good running backs, uh, Dalvin Cook and Ezekiel Elliott, but that's it. He's got two running backs, and one of them's on a bye in his toughest matchup of the year so far. Yeah, never, never fun. Uh, this is kind of the reverse of what we were talking about with Wade. Like if, if there was, you know, you don't want to have one of your top guys out when you're playing the top team uh, last week, our faith wavered our prediction, our, our, our lust for the, the right prediction got ahead of us. And we uh, faltered with saying that Ernie was going to lose and he puts up almost 200. We are, will not make that mistake again this week. No, we Ernie, won't. E. Fritz gets the win because this will be the blowout of the week. Best coming sneak blowout of the week. Blowout of the week. Blowout of the week. Let's go. That's right, Hesse. You are back to the bad side of a blowout. Sometimes when we make this call, your team performs. So maybe this is a reverse jinx, uno, reverse them up, down, sideways, inside and out. But I don't see that happening. So prove us wrong, Hesse. We've got, I mean, Ern's got a massive, juicy matchup with Burrow and Chase against Atlanta. Uh, He's got... He's still, I just, he's got really good matchup. Eckler against Seattle. Eckler's been on a tear. Uh, I expect Cortland to jump back. Uh, Amon Ra is back. Maybe that could be a shootout in Dallas. But really, it just comes down to the fact that Hesse doesn't have Dalvin. He's playing his, uh, his uh, Tampa Bay guys are kind of up and down. And Carolina's got a sneaky good defense. So it might not be uh, the the type of game that he's expecting there. Elliot's good for his 18, but it's just not enough. Even if Lamar Jackson goes off, but if he does go off, Lamar Jackson better go off for 40 or 50 to give Hesse a chance because sorry, you're getting blown out 
Ernie E. Fritz is on his meteoric rise to the top once again, and uh, he's just going to take us all uh, from with him, kind of something. Uh, yeah, something like that. But no, I, I mean, it's a big stack matchup, right? Joe Marturo versus the Lasak Andrews. It's in their names. <laughs> the two, the two main combos on those two teams. To your point, I think maybe there's potential that Lamar gets back to what he was doing early on in the season because he was doing that, putting up 40, 50 points, a lot of it rushing, obviously. But where he started to come back down from that is when Rashad Bateman started missing games. And it looks like Bateman's going to be back this week, I think. Hope. So that might open up the office a little more, make things a little easier for Lamar or at least or at least open up running lanes. And maybe we do get um kind of a big shootout there between the quarterbacks. But yeah, I mean without without the the bullet of Dalvin Cook, I don't think Jesse can just can get there. And then I expect uh you already mentioned it, Eric to put up a huge week. Um mentioned Eckler, but in the same game on the other side, Kenneth Walker probably runs all over the Chargers. They have not been good against running backs this year. They didn't give up too many rushing yards last week, but that's the Broncos. I mean, if you take it in context, we let Latavius Murray run for 66 yards after what he flew in that day or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) He literally got off the plane in his pads and just ran ran on you <laughs> rolled out of bed ran for 66 yards so uh you know Kenneth Walker has been really good he is the guy and Eric's just gonna have uh, I think a huge advantage there over whoever Jesse puts in instead of Dalvin Cook and maybe Jarek McKinnon trying to hope for like a passing touchdown same for Dontrell Hilliard but you know really Jesse doesn't have running back depth and that's gonna kill him this week Mm, do you think Ernie throws Kyle Pitts in his lineup? Oh, you have to. DeAndre Hopkins is back. I guess Marquise Hollywood Brown is out. I don't know why I just used the full name. I hear that too much, I guess. <laughs> Very uh, professional. Why right? did I do that? Hollywood's out, so I guess, you know, there's less competition for Ertz. That was kind of the thing where people were saying, once Hopkins comes back, Ertz gets phased out again. So maybe it's still viable, but. I would, they're going to need Kyle Pitts in this game, right? Like they've been able to run the ball a lot lately. The Falcons have, but I expect them to be playing from behind against the Bengals. So my hope, maybe Eric's hope is that Pitts gets more involved. Um, I mean, I think both are fine options, I guess. Both are fine options. But actually, I no, I, I'm walking it back because I said Kyler was going to be a dope. I just saw some more Call of Duty stuff where, they released like part of the game early today. So he's this guy's done for. Kyler's not doing anything. You got tonight. me dead with this Call of Duty research. And oh my gosh, that's so freaking perfect. So, Eric, if you hear this today, this afternoon, you got to get Earth out of the lineup, roll with our boy Pitts, and even more so do the blowout of, of the week over Jesse. Yeah. Agreed. All right, next matchup is Soft Tissue Rehab versus Herb Stomped. The two Niner fans going at it, Gooch versus Dason. A couple of uh, Bay Area buddies or what? Little Bay buddies? 
little babe, little bay buddies. So, I'm picking Gooch to win because, wait, am I picking Gooch to win? Let me see here. Are Two you and four, Gooch four to win? It's close because matchup. Who do I want? Who do I want to lose more? Like Gooch is already his pick is good, doing good for me, but I also have Dayson's pick, and I need it to get worse as well. So who do I, I like want that to win? Slant. Yeah, do you want to secure like the likelihood that Chase's stays low, or do you want to kind of even them out? Good question. Uh, Dayson does have a little tougher go of it. He's got Stefan Diggs on a bye, which is a you know a pretty big blow to his team. Stefan Diggs has been so good this year. But he gets Devontae Adams back, kind of a fair-ish trade. Um, Chase, maybe, I think, gets Keenan Allen back, which is a huge boost to his team. He doesn't have to play the likes of Terry McLaurin or Mac Hollins. I don't know who he's been rolling out. Well, you know it's been old Terry. <laughs> he loves him. But he's currently out of the lineup right now. He's got Hopkins, Allen, and Ayuk in there. I would say that's his most... A formidable trio oh, yeah, that Hopkins he can roll too. out. Duh. Do you think Hopkins is just going to come out and just? I mean, I said he was getting twenty targets. Is he just going to? Do you think he's still got any lingering juice left in him? Yeah, from his, uh, suspension? that's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. Still got a little bit left, so he'll be spry today. He'll be healthy. That's the big thing for him. And yeah, I, I said yesterday, Kyler will throw one touchdown still, and I think it'll be to Hopkins. So, yeah, I talked about the Niners. Kansas City matchup earlier uh, with Jimmy G on my side, but that should be good for Brandon Ayuk and George Kittle. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, we saw both of them have big games last week, and maybe that's a sign of things to come. You know, they've kind of gotten in a groove a little bit maybe. So those guys might be more usable than they had been earlier on in the year. And then uh, on Dayson's side, um, Herbert should bounce back after being bad on uh, Monday night last week. Ramondre Stevenson should be really good. He is the guy for the Patriots right now and has been performing. But James Robinson, we know, is kind of up and down, and the Giants' defense has been pretty good. So I don't know if he's got a big game in him. We know Mooney on Monday night's going to top out at maybe nine points. So same for um, Deontay Johnson with either Trubisky or Pickett. So I, I think I can, I can side with you and say that Gooch is going to win this one. Uh, get those two picks that you have a little more even, hopefully both getting towards, you know, that middle more than the end of the first round next year. Yeah. I think that's where my, I'm finally going to rest on. I would like Dayson's pick to get a little bit better. And if that means that Gucci's pick gets a little worse, so be it throwing Gucci bone, getting him a win, making him feel good. Uh, and we all are going to get a, some form of a win out of this matchup. That's right. All of us. <laughs> We're all somehow involved in this. <laughs> Last matchup, big one for playoff seeding, which is kind of funny. The three and three team, Sneak Inc. versus two and four NBA greater than NFL. So in the in the standings, in the actual playoff standings, these two teams are six and seven. So uh winner is gonna you know, if you win, you're going to really solidify your spot in that playoff six. And if Doug wins, he's back in the mix and, and probably becomes the leader uh, for that spot. So important matchup this week. Important matchup. Doug still has to get Derrick Henry in the lineup, which will boost his projections up about 20 or so. But I'm sorry. I'm picking myself to win. Ooh, That's going- right. That is correct. You heard it here. 
loud and clear. I am picking myself to win. My team cannot be held down. I love my matchups. I love my guys. I thought that this was going to be another down year for me, but it is not looking that way. I'm going to ride the wave. I'm going to just jump on the backs of all my dudes, and we are going to get the win. I like it. I love it, actually. I didn't even intend this, but my hope and dope are in this game. My hope is on your team, Chris Olave, tonight. Oh, yeah. Uh, Can't wait to watch him. In for big things. And then my dope on Doug's side is Kyler Murray in for dumb things. So that's just going to set you off on the right path right away. Doug will get Derrick Henry back in the lineup, like you said. He's got a pretty good matchup, I think, against the Colts. So we'll see uh, if he has like a major explosion game or if it's just regular Derrick Henry, 1920, which would help you. Doug's team has is pretty good, I will say, even though they're two and four. But I think the, the reason his record is that is just because they're so up and down. Like Fournette will have huge games and have like nine catches and then he'll come back down to earth. Uh, Christian Kirk started off on fire. Hasn't been that good since Debo Samuel is pretty steady, but we haven't seen like the huge Debo game yet. And then Romeo Dubs, Dubs, Dobbs, Dubies. What's his deal? What do you think? Cause um, I have him in the league and I'm like, he is very involved. He gets a lot of targets. He's also been dropping a lot and I'm scared that, Aaron Rodgers is going to be like, I hate this guy. Never let him on the field ever again. I think the the situation with him is that you're enamored and happy with the targets, but he's not doing anything with them. Yeah. He had so a couple games where he got like, touchdowns back to back. And after unless this, he catches a touchdown, but I, is he, I mean, I guess I, I need to take a look at what his, his points have been. Let me see here. Not Eight, great four, when he doesn't catch touchdowns. 19, 12, five. Yeah. If he's not catching a touchdown, uh, he's he's very very mediocre, if not super below average. So, but this is a matchup for him to have one of those big games because of the mat the defense against the war against Washington. They're horrible. So maybe he does get himself into that seventy eighty yard touchdown range, six catches, and you're back into the good scoring. But it doesn't matter for Doug. He's going to lose. Yep, big Bry. In that, in that same game that we're talking about, going to do his thing, 15 carries, four yards a carry, touchdown. That's just going to be consistent, I think, for him. That's, if I can get 60 yards and a touchdown out of Big Brian with a consistent 12 to 15 points with all the running backs I'm going to get next year, ooh-wee. Watch out. But you still have Michael Carter, big jet, big touchdown scorer too. Probably will get one this week just because that's what they love to do. They're like, I think last I think last week they had I had gotten an update from Sleeper saying that Carter got that Brees Hall touchdown. So even Sleeper was like, Yeah, obviously it was Carter and not Hall. And then I was like, because I remember seeing I was like, oh dang. And then I went in and, and then I saw the it was it, it went on red zone, it came and it was Brees. I was like, oh come on, guys. But yeah, love Michael Carter. And then I think, you know. Big boost for the Ravens offense I talked about, and big boost for you is going to be Rashad Bateman. I know the first couple games he was supported in his fantasy output by touchdowns, but, I mean, if that's his role in the offense, and if now that, like, Duvernay's chilled and, um, you know, they need someone else to catch passes, maybe he could get a better PPR floor, too, now coming back, getting a little healthy, getting right. So uh, I like that for you, and... Yeah, let's call it Sneak. 
is going to go to four and three and really harm Doug's playoff run um, in his last year, potential last year. Just put Dak in the lineup. He's back and healthy. Ooh, I'm oh going boy. for it. I'm oh, not shying trouble. away from this one. That's trouble for Doug. I'm not shying away from this one. This is uh, this is what I'm doing. And that's matchups this week, guys. If you think we're wrong, prove it. Win your matchup if we picked against you. Let's see you do it. Bet you can. Yeah. Change it up. Change your fortunes. And now it's time for America's favorite segment, Come and sneak at the Thursday night game wrong. Ah, yes. So we've talked about this one a lot, but we've got the Saints going to Arizona to play the Cardinals. The Cardinals are favored at home, but I think based on my predictions, everyone will not be surprised that my pick is the Saints to win in a classic low-scoring Thursday night game, let's say 20 to 13. Okay. I am also picking the Saints to win because I just do not like Kyler or the Cardinals, but it will be high scoring and it's going to be 28 27. That's kind of high scoring, right? right that's super high scoring. Oh. <laughs> we will see if we can break the Thursday night uh, malaise that we've seen recently. Fun one, though, but we're both on the same side for once. So that means the Cardinals probably win. <laughs> Yeah, the universe is going to write itself when Scum and Sneak are together. All right, guys. Well, that is week seven. Good luck to you in all your matchups. And we will be back again in your ears soon for uh, what comes after seven? Eight. Week eight. Week eight. Tune in next week. Bye. know how to handle our body.